The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, January 6, 2023, Season 18, Episode Number 102. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break, live from SWBC Morgan Studios at the Star, presented by Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Sorry we're a little bit late today, Amber. I'm, I'm, no, I didn't meet your time frame here. We're five minutes late. We are five minutes late. And the other day, you were... Um, I'm not going to use the word I was going to use, but you were complaining because <laughs> I was your language, at 11.00. So I was... Right on time, and you were complaining. Look, but t- today actually, is one of those. You see actually, how the tables turn? Actually, you need to worry about Shirley Broadus over in oh, Dallas. She's, I'm sorry, she's the, Yeah, she's the I'm one so that's going to run. Why is Derek running late today? <laughs> hey, today is one of those days where you guys have seen it. Y'all know my life. This is one of those days where everybody was pulling at me, and I had a lot of things to handle. So just know that we're we're moving. We got things moving. We're handling business around here. And we have time to talk a little Cowboys football, the fun part of my day. So let's do that. Uh, let's start first. We said we we're going to keep an eye on that Washington um, that Washington injury report. It didn't change from yesterday except for one person. Montez Sweat uh, did practice yesterday. But that list is full. And there are a lot of their best players that are still listed as did not practice are you guys thinking at this point they're going to sit a lot of guys just because it's just why why play them if you don't have to? Yeah, you know what I was wondering, and, I, and this is something that if if there is a draft show in Washington that they're <laughs> working, on, I mean, what I wonder is you know it's always a kind of a bottleneck right here at this at this end of the season with these five hundred teams. Wonder what a loss or a win does for their draft pick. I don't know. I don't know that. Mm, I mean, I didn't even think about that either. Well, you know that the draft show, you know, like the the the, the Tutty draft show that they have, the Tutty, <laughs> the Tutty draft show, yeah, tutty, the Tutty show, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just wonder if all that kind of factors in. Then again, to who? I mean, the coaching staff they need to win some games. I don't know if they're going to be around to to benefit that. I mean, that there, there's a lot going on with that organization. Like, you know, there are a lot of people that are probably worried, Forever. like, what's going to be going on. They're with about to them sell for a next team. year. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, there's a lot of questions there. So. New stadium. Maybe. Uh, Isn't that been kind of discussed? I like that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe new. Brian maybe, has some very interesting sound effects. Maybe, maybe show. new regime. Okay, right now, if you, uh, right now, if you're the, why am I doing this? You're the commanders, you're sitting in the 14 hole. You're 7, 8, and 1. Behind you are all the 8 and 8 teams. That's Pittsburgh. Who's ahead of you? Uh, the head of you are the 7 and 9 Jets. The uh, the uh, Houston Texans at twelve. They, that's a pick from Cleveland yeah. that they've got. Uh, the Titans. Those are, records, though, the the teams that are ahead of them are they like one game ahead of them? So if they lose this they, weekend, they yeah. kind of maybe jump well, some of them. Yeah. What happens is okay. Say everybody ahead. Let's go. Philadelphia. Uh, well, you you got to hope that New Orleans wins. Yeah. Actually, because that would make them eight and nine. Because Philadelphia has their pick. Yeah. Right now that's sitting as a tenth. That's sitting as a tenth. So Philadelphia. I thought at one time that was gonna be like the third overall yeah. pick. Yeah, I mean I, I mean, Saints, so we're better off. Yeah. yeah, Saints have rallied. Thank yeah. gosh they've rallied, you know. <laughs> and so 
you need him to win this weekend to get eight nine and then drop that thing down a little bit lower. Uh, but yeah, so you got the uh, the seven and nine uh, Saints, the seven and nine Tennessee Titans, the seven and nine Cleveland Browns, and the seven and nine Jets. So if you win, that makes you eight eight and one. Hopefully, you know you want you don't want it. You want all those teams to lose, yeah. right? You want every one of those teams to lose, with the exception of the Saints. You don't want the Saints to lose because yeah. Philadelphia has their pick. Yeah, if you're that type of person, which I am. So, so like twelve to eighteen is kind of where they. Could yeah, be. So they could go up another yeah. two or three spots. They could also fall a significant number yeah. of spots. Well, that's right? what I'm saying. Behind them, if oh, okay, say for example, those teams like. Uh, Say for example, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, Detroit, all those guys—they all lose. You know, I mean, Seattle, Jacksonville. There's a bunch of eight and eight teams. If they were to, you know, if all those teams—I mean, they could, they could. They're in a situation think, too where they're, you know. I think what they're going to try to do is sort of like a preseason mentality. Not, you know, you can't rest all those people, but you, you go into it with like we want to see certain things. And if we win, we win. But we're, we we want to see certain things. Knowing, Sam Howell, yeah, Sam Howell, yeah. knowing that this may not be our best chance to win. Yeah, but we want it's more it's important to see certain things. It gets down to it; they're going to go for two to try to win the game, stuff like that. Well, you'll definitely see that if it's tied. I mean, you're not going to see like let's go overtime. It's like well, let's just win this game. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if it'll get that close. What do you think is kind of like the mood and the vibe between the players in that locker room for them? Right now? Yeah, I think it's probably that's. Hey man, what you doing next week? That is the biggest question. I actually was writing our gut feel, gut feeling yeah. story. I said getting in the in the locker room, their, their psyche for them. That's the biggest thing. Do we just play loose and fast and say let's let's go win this game? Let's beat Dallas and you know let's get in. Or would we say, well, you you, you talk I, about this all the time, Nick. It's really also about. Not what happens on Sunday, because on Sunday they may play with a reckless abandon, like it's the last game of the season, just go out here and have some fun. What are they doing yesterday? Yeah. What are they doing Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Like that's when you win, or that's when you lose these kinds of games well, if, you're, if you're Washington. Do you give it the same amount of preparation during the week leading into the game, knowing that the game doesn't mean as much for yeah. you? You might have lost it Monday night when you saw that kid laying on the field. That's what you wonder about a lot of teams. Yeah, uh, what, if you're not playing for anything right now, you're thinking about you're thinking about Hamlin laying on the field, and you're you're and what everybody's going through right now with that, and you know you're sitting there and it, that that was a true an accident. You know, I mean, it's you know, it, I'm not saying it's part of the game because we haven't seen it as part of the game, yeah. but it happened. And now, as a player, you're like you're thinking when you saw the ambulance rolling, and we had Tank Lawrence on yesterday. Yeah. And we asked him about it, and he on one hundred five three the fan, yeah, on yeah. on the fan, and uh, and he was saying, listen, you can't you can't think about that because you got to play this game. You can't let that that thought of what you saw Monday night creep into your head because you can't play like that. You have to play, you know, with a focus. And and I wonder if there's not just the Commanders. I wonder the other eighteen teams that are not looking at playoff spots right now. Or just saying, hmm, you know, well, let's find a way just to kind of get this to the end of the season. And am I going to take that chance? Am I going to die for that ball? Am I going to put my head in there to try and make a tackle? You know, I, I think that especially it, it's hard because when it's over, it's over. But after what everybody saw Monday night and going through this week, 
I, I think there's a lot of guys out there that are probably thinking about just let me let me get to the green trash bag day. Where you know, I can put all my stuff in and go home. You know what I would expect, Brian? I would expect that that may be a thought for a series or two, and then I think muscle memory takes over. Because yeah. these guys have done this. Most of them have been doing this since they were, you know, mm-hmm. little kids. Oh no, no question. And, and so once they get into the game, I think a lot of that stuff fades away. And, and they just play as they play football all their lives. And But I do think you're right. I think right now, it's something you probably new. say on Thursday, yeah, 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 Thursday and yeah, Friday, yeah. there's probably a lot of players in the NFL who are thinking about that. Yeah. And, and obviously, maybe thinking about it a little different today than they were thinking about it on Tuesday. Yeah. And we didn't know the outcome for, well, for, for, for Hamlin. But the fact of the matter is, I think the, the fact that we've had good reports come out, oh, no. he's got the breathing Absolutely. tooth out now, he's actually, he was actually able to talk to his teammates today, yeah. I think that yeah. does change it a little bit, but you're Absolutely. right, there's still, there's still probably some but of that like in these said, guys' minds. Once you get going, then you start talking, the competitiveness yeah. comes out, the individual as a player, you know, when you're playing anything, you get competitive. Yeah. And it's, especially in those one-on-one situations, like, oh, you beat me, and then you start getting angry, and, and then you start yeah. playing at a higher level. So maybe it yeah. does start out that way, and as it goes through, everyone's just kind of playing full at it. Well, what you and what we also don't know is there's guys playing for certain incentives in their yeah. contracts. <laughs> no doubt. Whether, you know, now you got to think, if I could get two more sacks, mm. if I get four more catches – if I get, you know, what does another win mean for as you're, if you're a quarterback? What if you're one of these backup quarterbacks and you're trying to win? You know, Brock Purdy might have something in his contract in San Francisco, even though they're in the playoffs and all that, of if you were ever a starter and then you all of a sudden you win so many games, you go from making $800,000 or whatever to making $5 million or $6 million. Mama get the new house. Yeah, so there's there's incentives for these guys to play, but is there incentive for all 48 to play? Yeah. That's yep. the question. I think there's some guys, I'm not going to lie, I think there's some guys that on Sunday when they see the inactive list and you're going to go, and there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to breathe a sigh of relief that I don't have to play in this one today. Yep. You know, I really, really do. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the matchup. We've got a few questions on that. We'll get to some fan questions, hopefully, in the final segment. We'll be back, DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far with up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less. The satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back to the break. Vote for Jimmy. We also call him James Wright, but his name is now is Jimmy. Jimmy, the fan. It's right. He needs to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan by casting your vote at (laughs) NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. Welcome back. Second second. Gotta beat that guy in a barrel in Denver. How's the visual, Brian? Not good on Captain Morgan post. No. (laughs) We're live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. This segment brought to you by blockchain.com. Let's talk about the matchup Cowboys versus Commanders happening this Sunday. Brian Robinson, running back, starting running back for the Commanders, is still on their injury report, has not practiced this week. Antonio Gibson has been moved to IR, so he's definitely not playing their top two running backs. Um, Who else on that team can hurt you from the standpoint of the running game? Because obviously we know the running game has at moments been a problem for the Cowboys' defense. Who else can hurt you if those two guys don't play? That's a great question because Brian Robinson was the one. I, there's a side of me that feels like these guys are going to play. I know Even the, they didn't practice. Yeah, I know the injury report is what it is. We'll see today. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, it's Jarrett Patterson is the guy behind. I mean, you got Jonathan. You got Robinson, Jonathan Williams, who they got off the practice squad with the Giants. Yeah, Jarrett Patterson is a, a, a free agent, a college free agent from 2021. So. If they go, if they just, if Robinson doesn't play, then like Zen, like I said, you've you got that situation where you have those. Williams has been getting work because of, like I said, the the injury uh, that they've dealt with. You know, with now putting Gibson on IR. Is he so, from Arkansas, Jonathan Williams, running back from Arkansas. Jonathan Williams, you got me on that one, Nick. I don't know. I, I'm supposed to know about the these guys. I'll I'll, I'll get you. I'll get you, you have your on your Arkansas gear. You have your Arkansas gear you know on. He is a he is a running back from. Know? He yeah, is. He I is. I, he is from Arkansas. Well, absolutely is. Yeah. So yeah. you're right about him. Hey, wait, 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 real, real quick. While we're talking about running backs from Arkansas, I want to say, let's uh, prayers for Peyton Hillis. Absolutely Man, too. That's yeah. a scary, scary situation going on there. He's in the hospital yeah. right now, unconscious. But 
I think the signs are that he's doing he's doing better. Oh, so he is unconscious. He is that. still unconscious, but oh, wow. very heroic thing that he did to save his two kids in in the ocean and um, in Florida. But yeah, um, those that don't remember, Peyton Hillis was a running back in the NFL back in 2010 ish. He was on the cover right? of Madden. I know he was on the cover of Madden. Had a really phenomenal yeah, season yeah, there before yeah. before he uh, before he um, was on the cover of Madden. So oh yeah, he yeah. was he was a, he had a minute there. Was he with Felix Jones? At Arkansas, oh yeah, yeah, uh, they were they were the two running backs, three, three. I mean, wait, oh, d- don't forget, yeah, I forgot, I forgot about the best of the three, yeah, McFadden, yeah. Felix, and and Peyton Hillis, they yeah. were there together from yeah. like 2005, six, and seven, yeah. And the fans were so mad that because they didn't throw the ball very much, um, <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of why offensive coordinators sorry, never sorry get the benefit to, of doubt uh, <laughs> to change that up. A no, little. Jonathan Williams, yeah, Arkansas, good run, by the way, yeah, shifty, yeah. So he's he's not gonna he's not gonna keep you up at night. I mean, <laughs> be all right. <laughs> but that's yeah. There if it's just I just don't know. I, I just there. I know their injury report looks terrible right now. I just don't know if they can. If you they think can, this might just be, I just think they're listing guys. Myself, we'll see yeah. if they practice today. Yeah, we'll see if you know. We, we mentioned Curl, St. Jude's, Allen. Those, if you're a Cowboy fan, those are the ones you don't want to see play. Yeah. You know, I mean Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson at running back is really, really good. Yeah. But but if you want to if you want to have that ability to move the football, no Jonathan Allen, no Curl, and no St. Juice would really, really help your cause. We've done this before with the Cowboys O line. I mean, wh- what do you think left to right? How do you think that's going to shake out? In this you don't game? think it will be the same as what it's been the last game? That was it. Was it what it was the last game? At the end. At of the, the end. Game, yeah. With with Tyler Smith at mm-hmm. left guard mm-hmm. and. Uh, Jason, Pe- I mean, I just don't know how long they're going to go with Peters. Uh, that's that's my question: is how okay starting lineups one thing, but like, and and then and then what happens? I mean, it's one thing to get through the game like that. You're like, okay, Peters, Tyler Smith, McGovern, and then Zach and Tyron. But for the whole game, if you know it's not going to go the whole game, then what what are you doing? Are what? you moving things around? See, Farniak is he involved here? I don't no, Far, Farniak is. I, I got word this morning that he's going to need probably all ready. all the practice time that he can get. Twenty one days. Yeah, that's what I was hearing there. So, so when Peters is tired, what happens? What, what you happens? don't think? Do you not think that Peters can go a full game? I don't think so. I, I would worry. He just never has been in that position. I mean, I don't know that we know it, right? But even from the amount that we have watched, it. it as the game goes, I think you can notice him kind of just not giving up, but the changing, like the quickness, the the how quick he's moving. He he starts Goes getting down. slower. Yeah, just that's a good starts word. Starts falling sloppy. down. I mean, you know, if you if you had any confidence in Josh Ball at all, mm. you would <laughs> move Tyron. Well, Sorry, that's, that's what I'm saying though. I mean, maybe there's some time <laughs> where you would give. Where you would give Jason Peters a series or two off, you know, but you're trying to win the game. But but if you're going to do that, or you is ball better or you, suited on the right than the left, right? Then you start worrying about like, should you be moving Tyron back over to the left side? You know, that makes me are, wonder. Those if, are yeah, yeah, those are some questions. See, I wonder. Like I say, I wonder what your situation is with. Can you move? Do you move? I mean, I don't have an extra guard right now. Yeah. That's right. the problem, and because. I could say, okay, we're going to take Peters off the field by kicking Tyler Smith back out to left tackle and then plugging somebody in at left guard. Well, they do have an open roster spot with James yeah. Washington being being released, so they can 
so they, they can bring somebody from the practice squad that is out well, of elevations. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, somebody out of elevations like yeah. the, Shipley. The, Dakota Shipley. Dakota Shipley's been a guy that they brought up and down. What about Collins? Avion, Avant, oh, Avante, Avante Collins. Where are you going to put him? On the left side? Well, that's what I'm saying. You could play him at guard. Mm. You play him at guard, and then you move. You know, you move your 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 uh, you move Tyler Smith parts. outside. What about that other center they had. I mean, I should know this. Brock Hoffman. Brock. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could, that's. I mean, he's, he's a backup. That that's 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 oh, kind of where you're. That's kind of where you're at right now. That you're trying to. I think everybody's concern about Jason Peters playing a whole game is legitimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I do think he slows down during the game. I think he's a much better pass blocker than he is a run blocker right now. And I mean when the run blocking when the ball goes away from him. Because I just don't think he has the foot quickness to to make those blocks. So about that Jonathan Allen playing in this game. Yeah. Kind of be nice if he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> they caught a Full break circle. with the Titans uh big guy Simmons, uh, Simmons that was yeah. out and yeah. Yeah. still didn't block very well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 not going to be easy. I mean they're going to have to the thing you worry about is how many snaps does Jason Peters have in his body? How many snaps at 40 years old does he have left? And so it's with with Biotis being out, you know, I mean it it kind of it kind of really not only messes you up at center, but it messes you up at guard and it messes you up at tackle because if what if you use up all of his snaps in this game and then all of a sudden he has to play in the playoff game? You know, and then now it's like he's beat down. Now he's I'm not really, re- really concerned thinking about the playoffs and what that might look well, like it, if well, Tyler's not ready. I'd yeah. rather play someone else at center, honestly. Now thinking about all of that, put everybody else back to where you normally yeah, back are, back to where you are, and, and let's just play another center. I kind of agree with you because that, to me, I look at that and say, I think I can manage that a little better. Yeah. Now let's also assume, like, if you're going to play Vita Vea and the and the and the Bucks in the first yeah. round, I don't know how back. I feel about that. Me, okay, let me get my but against McGovern but against Washington, center. maybe I think no, that, that because might be because enough. like you said, Biotish is going to be close. So it's going to be close so, on Biotish. So let's really get is. McGovern the snaps. Figure out okay, the guard. McCarthy said yesterday, and was he being cryptic about his like? There's going to be some lineup changes, or was it just the fact that 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 Biotis. McGovern's going to play center? Probably See, that's both. that's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's if maybe maybe this whole thing. Maybe they are thinking. I don't know. This I'd like. We need to ask or find out. Is Dakota Shipley? Do you feel confident enough of him playing center and keep everybody the same? You know, keep the tackle the same. Keep the because the thing I worry about. Like I, I said it before, and I always repeat myself. It's th- how many snaps at a can you get out of a forty year old body there? Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, especially at that position. And again, and if you're going to need him for the playoffs, do you just going to use him up? Mm-hmm. You know, in this game, but you got to try and win this game. Got to win it. You got to try and win. So that's that's the issues you're dealing with right now. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about the uh, the cornerback position. Right now, we we've seen over the last several weeks. I think uh, Deron Bland and Nishan Wright have, in my opinion, played some pretty good football. Certainly, much better than what. What specifically Nashawn was when he first got into the role, I think he's improved. That being said, what do you guys think right now is the difference between Brown and Lewis and Bland and Wright? Other, other than their names, other than experience oh, yeah, and, right. and that that rec- just recognition of of what you know routes are and 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 what to expect. Oh, I've played him before. Well, I've factor played... all that stuff in and tell me what you think the difference is in their ability to be able to do the job. Oh, ability to yeah. do the job? Yeah. Tackling. Yeah. Yeah. Tack- I mean, I think you got better tacklers in right and bland. And that's that's one of your hopes 
we've seen teams, Buccaneers, first game, perimeter runs. That's kind of where all this started, you know, because you were you were playing soft on the edges. I know that tackling is important and all that, and I know when you talk about corners, it's like, well, you need to cover. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you could do both, it helps. I, I, Lewis, I think, tackles better than what, you know, what Brown did. But, yeah, the experience there. That's why, I mean, that's why Wright needs to keep playing. You keep know, playing. you need to keep playing. And, and Bland, to me, I don't see Bland as a problem. I really, really don't. I, I mean, I, I think he actually can help you a lot. So let me be a little clearer. Let's do this. If I put you on a scale of 1 to 10 and you said 10 being the best and you said Brown and Lewis are a whatever, give me the number for Brown and Lewis and then give me the number for Bland and Wright. 7, seven and 6? 7 and 5, 7 and 6? Yeah, probably. Around there. I'm just thinking... And Wright's bringing down. Wright's bringing that down a little bit because Bland is playing great. I just uh, think Wright. So then, would it be would it be the same? Like if almost, if, yeah. if Bland is that's why better, I said let's seven say. and six. I mean, are, are you saying combo. Bland is better than Brown? Playing better than Brown was. I'd rather have Brown. I'm sorry. I'd okay. rather have. I'd rather have Brown because Bland, of the experience. But Bland does give up some plays too. Now he makes yeah, a lot. Five more. He does. He just he, makes. He them. makes some yeah. plays. Yeah. He gives up some too. Let's not forget the. It's 10, Trayvon last year. But the ten that you've got there is helping all of that. Absolutely. And let's not forget he is the guy. Or maybe exposing all of that. Well, I mean, if you're trying to stay away from him now, whatever's on the other side, they're gonna have to. They're gonna get a lot it, more balls coming away. Right, suck more. No, but I'm just saying that that's <laughs> like, that's the nature of right. when you have a great player on one side. Yeah. the other side's gonna have to play really well because they're gonna get challenged a ton. Sure, right. I would take I'd take Bland over Brown, and I was a Brown cheerleader all year until I saw Bland. I mean, once he went out, I think you got a more of a complete player with Bland playing. I mean, I I, I do. I just feel like he tackles, he covers, he turns over the ball. He's doing everything that I wish Anthony Brown would have done when I was mm-hmm. cheerleading for him in, in Oxnard. Yeah, I wish I wish I wish Anthony Brown would have been Deron Bland this year. That would have made me feel a lot better. So it's about to the same. me with the veteran combo. You know what you're getting, so that's the difference with me. It's like you know what you're getting, you know kind of what to expect and all that. With the younger combo, you are you don't know for sure because you haven't seen it a whole lot just yet. And but the good thing, the upside is that they keep improving, but it's at a point where now you need them to play at a very high level because this is it. This is it. Also, the changes of what's happening with the defensive line and the pressure, the the lack of pressure, I should say, yeah. that affects the way that these younger players are playing. So I think that if you get the pressure to go back to kind of how it was at the beginning of the year, it's going to really help these guys a whole lot and it's going to change. But I do agree. Like I like the... What Bland is doing, I think, is very, very impressive. What sucks for him is the the, um, the fact that he's having to do so much more this year. Start off, you know, in his first year, right off the bat, he's having to carry a lot. So it goes back to the inexperience, I should say. But the things when they do, like he's a guy, he's caught how many how many interceptions does he have five, right now? Five, five, mm-hmm. which is very impressive, and he does Leads it. Leads the team, right? Yeah. And then right, he's. I've liked the guy since training camp. Just his physique and his long arms and everything that he brings. 
And I like the fact that he's improving every game. But it, again, it just sucks that this is where we're at at the point of the year. Yeah, the thing that it's interesting about Bland as a rookie, you actually trust him playing outside and playing the slot. Yep. And that's the thing about it when you look at it and you're thinking, man, they are throwing a lot at him. And this kid hasn't buckled. I mean, he hasn't buckled. And I that's the thing with Brown. I think Brown, I don't know, Brown could play the slot, but I don't know if he could play it as well as what we've seen Bland right now. Yeah, and I mean, Bland, uh, Brown playing on the outside, okay, but Brown playing in the slot, the way that he was kind of tentative in the way he was playing, I don't know if I necessarily want that type of player inside. Well, I'm not sure why this is all only Brown versus Bland. I mean, not that it matters because they're You're both throwing out. Joseph in there? I'm throwing... I'm throwing Jordan Lewis in there. Yeah. You know, like like I mean, if it was up to me right now, I think I'd rather have I'd rather have Bland playing in the slot and I'd ha- rather have Anthony Brown out there as opposed to yeah. Bland and Jordan Lewis and Diggs. I'd rather have Brown, Bland and Diggs. Yeah. That would be my 3. So, I mean, as as this, you know, and, and Anthony Lewis. Why is that? Why is that? I I just because I think I think from the outside, I think you've got. I think Brown can play well on the outside, and I think Bland is is good on the slot. I think he. I'd rather have him. He makes more plays on the ball. Jordan Lewis, Jordan Lewis is good, quick, and all that stuff. But this guy makes plays on the ball. He makes these interceptions. And then if somebody's got to play on the outside, I think I would rather go with Brown, Bland, and Diggs. You know, it's funny, Nick. You're right about that. If, I think if you went back and looked at the five interceptions that. Bland has had all of them in, slot. in the middle of the field. Yeah, and they're like it's that reactionary quarterback trying to come back, and then he yeah. and he jumps it or he defends or whatever yeah. he has to do. And you're right, Jordan Lewis, you know, doesn't all wasn't always being that type of a of a player there. So I, I think Bland's a, a hell of a player. I like all four I really, of them. I really, you know, really you know do. something yeah. that that is impressive to me is given the fact how young he is. You look at some of these plays, and it's like he. He extends his arms to go in front, like yeah. he's n- like the knowledge, the awareness that it's yeah. not like oh, don't go just... through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he could be behind the guy or yeah. something, but he like somehow gets in front of him to yeah. make the play, and that to me is something that you don't always see with like a rookie. Yeah, right well, he's strong bat. enough too to wrestle the ball away from guys too. I mean, he's had some interceptions where he's had to fight. As he's doing what Amber's talking about to like get around, and so you have a strong guy pulling a ball away. You know, I, yeah. I think that that's he had, a big thing too. You know, he had that one game against the Packers where he, you know, he was on the wrong end of yeah. a couple of those big plays. Yeah. But you know, that was the game that Anthony Brown got hurt. And um, no, no, he didn't get hurt. He got hurt that game as a concussion, but came back. Yeah. He didn't get hurt. What is, what is his injury now? Anthony Brown Achilles, wasn't Achilles. it? I don't remember what game that was. And it was it was on the there oh it was Minnesota? on the sideline yeah it was on the sideline against the uh, Colts I Colts believe, yeah that's yeah. right Colts yeah but um but but Bland is not really playing like a rookie anymore I mean, no he, he's had some of those moments and then now it's he just keeps getting better and better I mean I mean Darren Woodson in his press conference yesterday just took time to just yeah. I mean he didn't know him exactly by name but he knew he knew the guy that's making the plays oh yeah I think if we start if this conversation turns to what do you do next year. There is no scenario under which I think Bland goes back to being a bench player. Like he, to me, he is a starter, yeah. and and that is not 
just the nickel. That is, he is a guy that's out that there as your you. top two cornerbacks. Well, and then you figure out what, who, how you want to make that when you go to nickel and yeah. whether he slides in or not. But to me, he's one of your top two cornerbacks. Well, listen to the draft show because I've already scouted about 60 guys and eight <laughs> of them are cornerbacks. Let's go. But yeah. that, that helps. I mean, and obviously when you when you win on a guy like that, I mean, that, that yeah. helps. I'm not saying you don't look at corner. I mean, you certainly mm-hmm. could look at yeah. corner. You could never have never enough. Have enough. Ones, but, yeah. but I yeah, I mean, you don't have to necessarily. You don't have to jump into the draft and go, got to have a corner like that year that they yeah. did a few years ago. It does. Th- it does make things very tenuous, though, for Kelvin Joseph. Uh, when you start looking at going into next year, the fact that these other two guys are playing pretty well, certainly Bland's playing well, and Sean Wright seems to be getting Is better. Is there going to be a next year? Well, that's my point. Like it yeah. becomes very tenuous for him. Stop looking at me like that, Nick. I know what you're thinking, but yeah, no, it's it's very tenuous <laughs> for him. And I, I think that's. I don't know how he even works out of that because unless somebody else gets hurt this year. He probably won't see the field on defense very much uh, for the rest. I, of the I mean, I, I don't. I think it goes without saying, and you know probably what I'm saying, uh, thinking about this. But um, as much as it is, you know, like as much as he needs to prove that he can be a good cornerback on the field, mm-hmm. and that maybe that happens in the playoffs or whatever. When the season's over, from February to August, yeah. he needs to prove a lot as well. He needs yeah. to prove probably more then than he does on the field. And they both need to be, you know, the maturity needs to happen. So if he gets that opportunity, those those months in the summer and spring, they're more important than anything he could do on the field, in my opinion. All right. We're going to take our final break. We'll come back. we got some questions we'll roll through, and then we'll get to our predictions. It's DallasCowboys.com radio. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's on something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Back to the break.
This is How We Country. Country Music's Party of the Year is coming to Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. The Academy of Country Music Awards are always bringing you the country music's brightest stars together under one roof. No one does country like Texas. Witness history on May 11th with Derek to get your tickets at SeatGeek.com. <laughs> on. You going to go to the ACMs? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. that's another way of saying ACM, uh, the CMA, sorry, CMAs. Oh, yeah, CMAs. Oh, we've hosted this meaning. before, haven't we? We have. Not really. I don't think it was at, first, at Star. It was at uh, Stadium. Was it? Yeah. Who are you excited to see? Uh, who, who Who's going to do it for you there? Is it like Dirk's um, Bentley, somebody like that? Nah, <laughs> nah, Dirk's in my guy, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm Kenny just trying Chesney? to think. I got so many He's that I like. He's a popular guy. Yeah, he is a popular guy. That's one I kind of like. I like a couple of his songs. Uh-huh. I listen to it. I'll run, but yeah. yeah. Garth? But, uh, not really a Garth fan. Okay. No. Colin Baton Rouge is one of the best songs he's ever written. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I when you think it. of when you Good think stuff. of George, you'll hear it when you're in the SEC. <laughs> when you think of George, though, who, who's the is there a George? Um, no. Pickens, Steelers. Good player. Pickens, good player. Yeah. Football yeah. show. Exactly. Football mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Football got show. It. All right, let's get back into it. We I got some I questions. I was leading you straight to the answer. There, <laughs> George Jones. No, but I didn't. No, George Jones. Kinda, went straight. No, George yeah. Dukas. Cool. Who? <laughs> He's, he's he's not good. Okay. But, uh, all right. I have not heard of him. I've heard of George State. All right. Let's well, get that's back all the time we have for today. We did that yesterday, right? <laughs> By the way, I got a couple of tweets though. People were like they really enjoyed the show. They yeah. loved the story time yesterday. So we need to do that. Maybe a little yeah, take some I, time. Yeah, I'm all for uh, Nick, some more stories. I think Nick and Mickey would have a really good show together. Like we've done that before. Show. We've story done that before. Show. We called it. What do we call it, Nick? Uh, live from the ranch or. Nights at the ranch, I something I don't remember. Is that when you walked out? <laughs> no, he literally. I did walk out. I did walk out. Never doing this show again. He left the show, and Mickey, nobody Mickey's even noticed. Got some stories, and now. nobody even noticed that he left the show because Mickey was. Mickey it was six thirty-eight. They did not notice he was even. It was six thirty-eight. The show started at six thirty. I hadn't said one word. And for those that don't know Nick, this was just like Nick grows impatient. Mickey and Mickey just kept going and going and going, and then this and this, and I was I'm out. And for those that don't know Nick, he gets impatient, stories, and when he gets impatient, he tends to sometimes overreact a little I bit. I mean, just a little. Check out, hey, y'all, y'all <laughs> overreact. Hello, y'all know me. You better get to these you, fans' questions. I know, right? You're pretty surprised. I mean, you'd be surprised. Eight minutes was. I mean, that's probably longer. That's probably than longer. You than thought I would. Yeah, probably about four minutes. I'd have been like, you start your toe starts tapping. Like, what are we doing? Why am I not talking? Starts looking at that phone. <laughs> right, right. I didn't have one back then. <laughs> All right, let's get some if questions Nick here. Nick rubs his face, you know you have a problem. Hellman the eyebrows, Nick the face. <laughs> question <laughs> question right from there, that's yeah. Frank Choppa. He says, has oh. T.Y. Hilton moved up to the number two receiver, or is he still the number three? I think, I think he's, he's three. I think he's three. He's three. I mean, and that's for what they want him to do, the role that they want him to play. But, I mean, it's kind of like two and three a receiver doesn't really matter that much. I mean, you're both going to play, both are going to be out there. But I think Gallup will probably get more snaps. Yeah. Outside, inside, a little bit. Yeah, but you, you know that that number four will find uh, that number sixteen if he has to. Yeah, I mean he's in the the balls he's thrown his direction. Generally, really good things happen. Mm-hmm. So that that's something. Yeah, if you want to say he's the two or the three, doesn't matter. Four is going to find him like he's eighty eight out there too. Yeah, Jay Novacek was never the two or the three, yeah. but Aikman tried to find him. Find him. So. Yep. I would have been interesting to uh, interested to see how that would look like though, and. It wouldn't happen at this point of the year, but if let's say they were playing this way mid-season or a little bit before mid-season, and then Gallup wasn't producing like he was or Ooh, whatever. I see what you're doing. 
you know, the, just yeah. to see the flip there and how that would even look like. And I like it. How, maybe it would open things up even more for yeah. Gallup and having other types of opportunities that way. I don't know. Yeah, the one thing I would be considerate about is Hilton has in his career, he's had a lot of those soft tissue issues. That's a problem. And, and for me, I'm like, I don't want to risk losing yeah. him by giving him too much. So keep him in that role where you're giving, you're managing his reps. Uh, because he he can be a valuable piece to you going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. but you don't want to risk giving him too much, and then you lose him all together, and now you're right back to where you started without the kind of wide receiver uh, support that you that you really need. All right, uh, we had a couple questions about a couple players I want to get to real quick before we give our predictions. Anthony Rush, Tack McKinley, guys that were added to uh, the practice squad that have not uh, not have not really been a part of what's going on. What's going on with them? Any chance that either one of them gets involved here this last week, or maybe even into the playoffs? I think it's going to be hard for for uh, McKinley to play because I think they like the rotation they got right now with what's going on at defensive end. So I, I don't see that. Mm. I, I think it's one of those things. He's a, insurance. Yeah, just be ready. Yeah. You know, be ready if something happens. I mean, you know, you're dealing with something with uh, with Demarcus and his foot. You know, knock on wood, but. That's the whole, you know, he doesn't practice very much to Marcus. So, you, you know, something might happen where you might need one of these defensive ends. I just don't see him playing anytime soon. I mean, honestly, I mean, if he's not going to play when Sam Williams gets in a car wreck on Friday and is ruled out, yeah. and, you yeah. know, you have a chance to elevate him on Saturday, uh, you know, that would be the one where I thought, well, okay, McKinley would, would play here. But um, because they've had issues on their offensive line and they've got to get these linemen up in there. He hasn't had that opportunity, but I mean, obviously, if you're if you're doing what you need to be doing in practice and you're you're showing what what a first round pick looks like, then he would have played. And I don't know about Rush. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I the think thing, they thought he, they would yeah, need him with. Hankins. Yeah, the thing with you know, they're going to get Hankins back for the playoffs, and so the thing with Rush though is he always fights his weight. You know, talking to guys around the league, I, I talked to some, I talked to a team that actually worked him out this year, and they sent him home because he was too heavy. He couldn't make it through the workout. So I think, again, Will McClay, Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, this is a, they protect themselves in certain spots. You know, it's hard to go out and find these defensive linemen or offensive linemen, you know, when it's late in the year. So having them available, you know, working to get them in shape and all that, I, again, I, I don't see Rush playing this week or McKinley or any of those guys. They're just insurance policies in case something happens. But with him, I think it's really more about his weight and just trying to kind of make making sure that he's in shape if they have to play him. All right. uh, let's go ahead and move on to predictions. What do you guys expect to happen this weekend? Cowboys versus Commanders. Um, I think that uh, I think what Washington does, I mean, I, is going to be interesting. I, I think that they'll have some energy. I think with the quarterback, and I think he'll do some things. But overall, Dallas will probably score some points like the, like they have been scoring. And so I think it'll it'll be kind of a weird game for a little while. But I think the Cowboys will will win. I'm going to say thirty twenty one. I was um I had in my head like 36 14 or something like that um two things that I'm gonna be interested in one how many starters actually play two for the commanders yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously yeah um but (laughs) obviously yeah (laughs) quote, quote unquote um but also curious how the defense reacts to the young quarterback where they don't have any really tape just yet and how that even the good thing is that they know ahead of time this is the guy they're going with but is that gonna 
change that I'm, I'm impressed by everything you you talked yeah. about him and, I, I and like this his guy. college career and his ability and all that so curious to see how the defense reacts to to a guy that they don't have much to prepare with yeah or from yeah the, the it's, I think this is going to be a close game I do I, I just you know and but a lot of, like Amber says it, it's about how they if, if they determine if they play all their guys uh, Dallas 26-21 in this football game. I, I think that I think Howell is going to have some success throwing the ball, especially if Dallas can't get pass rush home. This will be a good opportunity for Dan Quinn to, to see how the safety blitz, linebacker blitz, kind of get some of that idea of those combinations. But if they don't get pressure on this guy, he can run the ball, he can escape, he can throw the ball well enough. they got weapons on the outside here, too. What's your score? 26-21? 26-21. Got to keep, keep yeah. that down. I mean, Brian's yeah. the only one one this year that's that's it's nailed hit. it yeah nailed last week nail it again all right I, I i actually think it's going to be a lower scoring game i think uh the, at the end of the day i think it's going to be one of those weird kind of games it's going to feel preseasonish. i think washington will sit some of their guys maybe not all of them but i think they'll sit some i think they will get a little bit of a boost from sam howell i think he'll do some things in this game that further make us a little bit concerned about Absolutely. this rushing defense yeah. uh but all that being said I just think it's good. Usually, when you get into these games, or at least my experience is, you get into these games where it kind of feels like preseason. That's how the teams typically play. Mm-hmm. And so I think it ends up being like a 2016 game. Cowboys win, but it's just one of those games where it's kind of messy as the field conditions will be. It's going to be, says there's a chance of rain, maybe rain, it's always cool messy rain. Just point. a messy kind of game. And I just think at the end of the day, Cowboys get out with a win, but it's nothing that's going to be impressive or anything. It's just going to be a win. Real quick, uh, and I know we have to go, but super quick. If you're seeing, I know they're going to be focused on the game and everything, but if you're seeing like Philly got this mm-hmm. game yeah. and they're about to, are, you, are you changing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're changing strategy. Yeah. Start pulling I'm going to tell people you what. Well, go around the room real quick. Two of the five. Where are you going to finish? Two or five? Five. 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 I think we all agree that. Like, yeah. I, I just don't see. And we've started hearing reports. They had a report yesterday one. that the Giants are, are are looking like they're going to sit guys. I, I haven't so seen a that report happens, yet about about the Hurts playing or not, though. Well, I, I saw this morning. Their coach said he's progressing. There we go. He's progressing there as though go. he'll have a chance. Okay. But they've been saying that for two weeks. So yeah, yeah and I and I've been taking a lot of crap as you have yeah. from Philly fans. So. F you, Philly fans. <laughs> That's what I'll say to that. Okay, with that, we appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back on uh, on Monday. We'll let you I know didn't what say went. It. We'll let you know what went right and wrong for the Cowboys. They're not on here. <laughs> they will They're be. Not. Watch, trust me. Uh, it'll it'll end up all hating me. <laughs> this one. We will let you know what went right and wrong for they the Cowboys, life. and we will get you ready for the playoffs. They start next week. Till then, for Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Amber Garcia, I'm Derek Eagleson. This has been the break live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!